welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab a snack and let's hang out. Today is Black Friday. We just passed Thanksgiving. Ooh. So we're just going to have a girly little chat about our Thanksgivings. We're going to recap the last Survivor episode and just have more of a casual hangout time. So grab your snack. My snack right now is um, a cranberry citrus sparkling water from Target. It is, you guys, this is the best sparkling Ooh. water. I don't know what it is. It literally tastes so good. Like, I think if you don't like sparkling water, you would like oh this cranberry, but you don't like bubbles. So that would not be good for you, Jordan. No, but I can let it go flat. Well, I'm sucking up the last boba in my boba tea from my hometown boba shop and eating half of a dinner roll. A dinner roll? like the leftover Thanksgiving dinner roll. Yeah. Those are my snacks. That's that's some good snacks. Okay. So tell me about your Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was good. We had it in Tucson. There was like 20 of us because we have a big family and we always have people from the church that are like our family that come down. So it was good. I haven't been with both my siblings in like a while. So that was fun. And it's just, I love Thanksgiving. Like I love a little meal and being with our friends. However, I do get so hyped for Christmas, like during Thanksgiving. And I feel like now I have to go back and teach three more weeks. And that's like, mm, that's tough really not looking forward to that but we'll do all the fun stuff at school so we can do it but what about you how was your Thanksgiving yeah Thanksgiving was good for us we just stayed home we have been traveling so much lately like we were in Albuquerque for those three weeks and we came home for a week and then we went to like Houston and College Station for a week and a half and then we just came home and we were gonna go to Tennessee to visit Nick's extended family because they love Thanksgiving so much and then we're like we just like don't think we can travel anymore so we stayed here and Nick's dad came down he lives like three hours from us so he just drove down for a couple nights and we had a Friendsgiving with everyone like all of our neighbors and there were like 80 people there it was crazy I didn't even eat turkey like I ate chicken because it was the first you know when there's just like so much food out and you panic yeah you're just like I can't differentiate the the first thing no like I went through like the wrong half of the table I didn't even make a loop I just got the chicken I was panicking like my plate was full and I was like I need I just need a meat and so I grabbed the chicken but it was good oh Um, my gosh it was fun fun, though yeah and I just made apple pie Nick made his sweet potato casserole I feel like that's a controversial dish is the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows but yeah Nick goes off. He loves Good it. for him. Yeah. And then Nick's dad That's made so turkey fun. and stuffing. So the problem with doing like a Friendsgiving though, where like everyone brings something is that you don't have all the good leftovers. Yeah, no, for sure. We always do like everyone in the family gets like a couple things. And so really you only have the leftovers of like the stuff that your house brings. So I feel like years ago, 
my mom cornered the market on the mashed potatoes. So like we always make mashed potatoes and I swear it's just so that we have those leftovers, like because we must have mashed potato leftovers for like a month. We, my mom makes sweet potato casserole every year, which I don't like it, but she, I, I guess like it's a big hit. And so she's always like worried about ruining it because that's happened many times in the past. And so this year she like, we, right before we leave, like to go to my aunt's house, frantic, like everything's so calm up until right before. And then it's like, everyone is doing their own thing at once. Like Natalie was doing the green bean casserole. I had like a trust leches like coming out of the fridge. My dad's like desperately peeling potatoes. Like it was just like a mess all at once. And so my mom is like getting the sweet potatoes out and I look at her thumb, her, she's got her little like oven mitts on, her thumb is on fire in the <gasps> oven mitt, like fully aflame. And I was, I was like, mom, like I was screaming, sorry to scream on the podcast. And, and she, she took off the glove and threw it and it burned in, like, it's a miracle this woman was not burned, but it burned through the oven mitt because she was touching the top of the oven and it caught on fire. I didn't know if you touched the little coils that it catches on fire. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's not supposed to, but hers sure did. There's a hole in the oven mitt. Did she have it on broil, like for the marshmallows? (gasps) Oh my gosh. So I guess there is like more of a fire on top. Yeah. I love a Thanksgiving fiasco. I like I'm so glad Lucy is good the story is only good because Lucy is okay oh my god yeah we we really had to tell everyone that came in like we were like like, that's the story that's the story we brought the glove like to my aunt's house to like show it off and then the glove and everyone's like oh everyone was shocked it was so that was our big fiasco but you know what the food was still good like everything else turned out fine so that was the only big fiasco I kind of have this hot take that I don't like Thanksgiving food like it's supposed to be like this giant feast and it's supposed to be like yummy foods and I'm like it's literally turkey like yeah no turkey horrible we always do turkey and a ham and I just eat the ham (laughs) yeah and I'm like okay it's like this is like a feasty meal. Like I want like steak and lobster. Like oh, we can keep the mashed gosh. potatoes because mashed potatoes are queen. But I'm always like, yeah. this is supposed to be like a time where we're like eating together and enjoying our food. But this year is like the first year and maybe it's because I'm pregnant, but I was like, Thanksgiving food sounds so good. And it was so good this year. But I betrayed myself by not going through the That's whole line. Good. But yeah, like the first year you, I actually you cut yourself cared. off too early. Yeah, I I should have gone back. Mm -hmm. I should have assessed my plate and been like, I don't like anything I got. I need to go back. (laughs) Well, my brother, Drew, does this thing where he like does multiple rounds. Like he just knows he's going to go back. So like all the foods that are like okay to touch, he like puts them together. So he never does mashed potatoes on the first round because he doesn't want the gravy to get on like the salad. And so he does his first round and then he comes back with like his second round with that's like the gravy plate. Genius. And we're like, wow, no, it's pretty impressive. Like, so he's it's committed just to salad that. or what else does he no, put on the salad No, the plate? first one, I feel like it's like everything he, that he doesn't want the gravy to touch. Like he just fills the plate 
because he's a big guy. And then he eats all of that. And then he goes back and he gets everything that the gravy can touch. So like, I guess the turkey, like, I don't know, the, the roll. And then he comes stuffing. back, the stuffing, and eats that plate, which is very smart. Like, we're like, okay. That is really smart. Because every year I just... I always am the salad girl. Like I bring a salad because I'm like, that's what I'm going to bring. But I never eat the salad. Like I'm like, I, why would I eat a salad right now? Like there are so many options and I don't want my gravy to touch it. Like my potatoes to be touching my leafy greens. I'm like, Mm -mm. no. So maybe I need to do what he does. (laughs) Not good at all. Just need to go for it. Two rounds next time. Yeah. Commit to the two plate. Mm -hmm. It's, it's smart. Honestly, it's very smart. He enjoys it. So what's yeah. the news? Okay. My news is, I think you already know this, but for the podcast, I'm going to see Taylor Swift in Glendale, March 17th. That's my big news. I Glendale, that's in Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In Phoenix. Okay. I saw that you posted that you got the tickets and that like Bernice and Cohen had to help you, right? Yeah. But we have no, not chatted well, about this. Yeah, because it was like obviously the Hunger Games to get those tickets. And I was like, there's no way because it was a school day. I'm like, mm-hmm. I cannot be teaching kindergarten and being like, kids, I need to refresh the page. Like, kids pipe down. <laughs> I'm on Ticketmaster. So I was like, someone has to fully get me the tickets. And so, it was my cousins, like, thank God that they, then they were like on the pre-sale list. Like they were dedicated. I would, I could have never. So big shout out. They listened to the podcast. So big shout out to the cousins. They got the, me, the tickets. We paid like $300 a piece, but we got to see these. Swift. I did not know this. How do my- you do like the pre-sale stuff? How did that all work? I okay, well, I was know like the, the pre-sale, I was confused. I was so confused because I'm like, oh, I'll just go on and buy the tickets. And they're like, no, girl, no. So I guess you had to like mass, if you had a MasterCard, because the whole concert's being put on, like sponsored by MasterCard, you could get on the like pre-sale list and you get like an email with the code with like a specific show. And so Cohen's, boyfriend Andy got us on like we had a pre-sale code from him because he has a MasterCard which that was just luck but then Andy also bought Cohen a um like the cassette of the new album and I guess everybody yeah those are the new record players like cassettes yeah like a little cassette no I'm like okay very cute what we used as a child (laughs) Yeah, like literally a little cassette. And because he bought the cassette, they had a pre-sale code through that. Like she sent pre-sale codes to them. Oh. I'm pretty sure I might be slaughtering this and I'll get a text about it, but I'm pretty sure this is how it went. And so they got the code and then they had to use the code like the minute that the thing, that the pre-sale tickets went on sale. And so they had to be like waiting at the computer and they bought five of them because there's five of us going and you can only buy up to six. So they really, we, what, what we should have done, like what we think now is bought all six and resold the last one. Cause now the tickets yeah. are going for like $12,000. Like, it's like, ridiculous. no, you guys should have, I guess in the moment you're just like, 
it was crazy. You're like bare minimum. We're doing like survival five tickets. That's it. Let's not ask for more of her. Like we're already doing the yeah, most. Literally. Beggars can't be choosers. Take the tickets and go. Like that's how I feel like it was. So huge shout out to everyone involved that got me these tickets because I, I'm not swift enough to do it to my, by myself. Like that really, it took a, took a team. No, I, I won. Okay. I would say like, I like Taylor Swift. Like I'm not going to be one of those girls. that's like, I don't see it. Cause I see it. Like I love her and I think she's a great artist and like yeah. an amazing writer, but I wouldn't say I'm a Swifty. Like, I don't think I could have used, like, I don't think I could have figured out how to buy these tickets. Like, I think I would have been like, Oh, I go online. Like I just Google. I, yeah. Like, and then they'd be like, I feel the same. I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And I heard some people waited in line like 10 hours, like not physically in line, but like in the queue online to like, I, I'm really, I feel lucky. And I said, cause we were like, okay, what are we willing to pay? Like everyone put a cap and I was like, well, my cap is 300 and the tickets okay. were literally 299. <laughs> so we really hit the cap. Like it was like, okay, this is a what? sign. What do you mean the cap, like your seats or was it like, that different? was like how much I was willing to pay. Like, because you know, like the seats cost different amounts mm-hmm. based on where you sit. And I was like, I'm not going to pay more than 300 and our tickets were 299. So where is and that really, in the arena? Like what? Um, I We're sitting like in the middle, like we're not oh, very good. high. Yeah. We're like pretty close. Um, but I'm, I was like, whatever, like, I just want to go. I just feel like it's going to be fun. It's during my spring break. So yeah. I was like, please count me in. Like, I'm going to have such bad FOMO if my cousins go without me. I'm going. Yeah, that's such a good squad to go all together. That's going to be so fun. And it's like the era tour, right? So it's like all of her albums, like all the nostalgic ones, I which know. like, oh, dang, maybe I should have yeah. figured out how to be a Swifty. Maybe I should have. <laughs> I like I'm literally having I mean, a baby in March but I'm like maybe I should have tried <laughs> you know like I literally can't you do know anything. maybe I can buy a $12,000 ticket that's what I'll do <laughs> show up how about I just call so her up expensive now no I wonder how much floor oh seats my. were oh I don't even want to know. Well, because there's also like the VIP package. Like there's so much that we could have done that was way more. Yes. I saw an influencer. And like um, we were like. Do you follow Sierra Schultze on YouTube and like Instagram? She's like a mom. I know her. Yes. She bought Mm -hmm. the VIP package. Mm -hmm. But you know, she's like. Like a billionaire. She's making that. that coin and her husband's like an engineer so like both sides are really bringing in the bags but oh no she she's I like following her as an influencer she's like one of the ones I'm like you are a real person but yeah I saw that she bought the VIP package because she is a Swifty through and through she loves Taylor Swift so much so fun yeah we're excited that'll be so how it goes yeah. You have to show me what you're going to I know. I already bought it. I'll send you a picture. I'm like, we'll put on the stories of Snack Circle Pod. <laughs> no, truly. Let's put the outfit on the stories. No, I'm here for that. That'll be so cute. Because oh I feel like half God. of a concert is like, you have to show up in a cute little fit. Oh, immediately. Right. Immediately, I was like Googling like exactly. I had it in my head of what I wanted to wear. And I found it 
on Poshmark. I'm going to have to get it altered. It's like the wrong size, but we're going to do it. So we both watched Survivor. Yes. And let's get into it because this was a tough one, guys. Um, I took, I will say, thank God I just watched it today. So I think like I'm pretty fresh, but biggest ups, (laughs) that's a, okay. She has an entire page of notes. I'm looking at an, I'm looking at an essay (laughs) that Marin has, has created. I want to start off this by saying I have never in my life, (laughs) I have never in my life seen a, you know, that type, that um, when Tyra Banks is like yelling at the, the American America's Next Top Model, yeah. like, that's how I feel right now. How I dare have you? Never, I have never seen a cast get rid of all the women like this. Like I've never seen this. Like there is, there are two women left after this episode. What? What is that? I did not make that connection. Am I misogynistic? Do I have internalized misogyny? <laughs> I did not realize that. <laughs> I'm like, and I get it. Like, I think honestly, the women players were not that strategic. Like, I understand why they all had to go, but I'm like, this sucks. Like, there's literally like seven men and two women now. So just want to open that by saying I'm not thrilled. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think back on the women and what happened to them. I don't think, I think they played hard and I think they were big threats. And I think that they... Mm -hmm. I mean, right off the gate, they were establishing a girls' alliance. Like, that was the first alliance formed. Yeah. It's like, we are an all-girls alliance. And then they, this is the first thing that went wrong. And I said this episode one. They voted that cute little rainbow teacher off. Episode one, you remember? Right. Mm-hmm. I think her name was Marissa. Yeah, she was cute. Miranda, she's an M girl. Yeah, and, Mariah something, yeah. Yes. And I said all these girls are going home because they were like we are an all-girls alliance and that was their first mistake is they voted Mm -hmm. off a girl they like betrayed their alliance day one and I was like if you're going with an all-girl alliance you have to stick strong and they literally betrayed this girl yeah you have the numbers Mm -hmm. and I think they've never had the numbers since and I think that was the same tribe where was that the tribe that Owen was on and like um Janine was on I think yes yes I want to say that Janine was on that tribe too because they betrayed the girls they betrayed Mariah or whatever her name was sorry I don't remember her name she got voted off first I can't remember you know (laughs) but and then they like started and they all kind of frayed off and found their guy and they were like this is my other alliance guy and then the guys just mm-hmm. stayed strong to their alliance of guys and voted the girls off. So I think that's where things yeah. are. You're so right. Okay, yeah. No, it's not been fun to watch. Like, I mean, the show has been fun, but like the fact that there's no girls left, I'm like, okay, this, this is like so, so sad. Normally it's way more even. No, I agree. I literally did not even realize there were only two girls left I think because I'm so set on Jesse winning like I want Jesse to win so bad because I love his story yeah, so we much need to talk about him in this episode he was the star he was the king I almost yeah. thought he was gonna get voted it's like off. I know well at the beginning he said like I feel so comfortable and I was like well that's never good you're to gone say. you're gone <laughs> huge mistake <laughs> mm-hmm 
confidence not good in this game (laughs) yeah that's literally what I said too I was like Jesse's feeling really confident and I was like this will either lead to his demise like the narrative or he's gonna be the one who's controlling the vote and okay what I did note was that Jesse and Noel talk at the beginning that they know Sammy is playing both sides did you hear them talk about that thank god yes thank god that they're bringing it up because because we know he's playing both sides he's gotta go he's dangerous and sometimes when I'm watching I'm like okay as an audience member obviously you see everything but when you're actually playing like I Mm -hmm. sometimes wonder if they pick up on things or like what they don't realize in the moment so I was kind of glad to hear that they realized that Mm -hmm. yeah for sure that was good. A, a good way to start off. And then the reward cha- challenge. Should we get into it? That was crazy. When I was... I know. When I was first watching it, I felt so frustrated because I'm sure Noelle signed something when she went on that was like... Like, they were like, we know that you have only one leg and use mm-hmm. this prosthetic leg but like you have to sign this thing that like you're okay that we can't change any of the challenges and I almost wonder if they had to mm-hmm. do something like that to make it quote-unquote fair but I was watching her do the balance beam I'm like like she this is not yeah I'm like this is not okay I wish they would have made it like a little bit wider for her or like allowed her to like tell her to bring her leg with her shoe because maybe that would have given her more balance or I don't know maybe that was the leg that gave her more balance but I was literally watching and the whole time I was like angry because I was like I feel like this isn't acceptable or like accessible for her and then she literally won yes like I couldn't even finish my thought of being mad because she literally wins and I'm like okay never mind you're literally amazing (laughs) When she was hopping on one foot, I was like, okay, so she's literally the best athlete out here. Like no one, literally no one holds a candle to her. So that was incredible. Like that's going to go down in survivor history. It's like one of the most impressive comebacks of all time, but she's going to go down in survivor history. I mean, she's pretty incredible all the way around. And that's, I mean, that kind of led to her demise as she's she was so good and it's hard when and that's the thing about I think having something that makes you stand out so much as you kind of want to blend in survivor you don't want to be like on somebody that everyone loves because then if you make it to the end everyone's writing your name yeah everyone the jury's gonna vote for you and I think the second she won that challenge, everyone's attitude about her changed. Like she went from yeah, kind of like floating in the middle, laying low, like to suddenly everyone was like, this girl is going to win if we do not vote her out immediately. Like she, and I almost wonder if she should have, because I know some people hold back in challenges, especially if it's a reward. Right. Like, they're like, oh, I don't need mm-hmm. immunity. Like, I need to not be as big of a threat. I need to hold back because they know that they're really strong and strategic. But I just know she's an athlete. And, like, I'm sure that there's no way anyone could have convinced she's her competitive. to not give it her all. I was sad right. to see her go. And yeah, I know. So she, okay, so she kills that. She's amazing. They go on their little immunity. And she brings Sammy 
that I was, was shocked. Yeah, that was interesting because she they're getting smart to him. I think they understand that he's a flipper. He's just bouncing from place to place, which isn't dumb. I mean, Sammy's a smart player. I will give him that. And I just I don't understand though, like why they didn't go for him on this episode. Because I feel like if they're all in cahoots that he's flipping around. You don't want somebody that you can't trust on the island. I think that they see him as being easily manipulated, though. Yeah. Like, I think that they see him as a flipper. And so, well, I can just get him to flip to my side if I need him to move. Like, they kind of just see him as a little pawn. (laughs) And, I mean, I think I'll be really shocked if Sammy wins. I think he'll make it to, like, final three. I don't think he's a goat or anything by any means. Like, I think he'll, like, go to the end and have a really good case, but they'll pick someone who, like, more controlled the game because he's too busy flipping. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. So he, so they go to the rewards challenge. They have their little letters from home. So fun. And then they squat up for the immunity challenge. Okay, which, by the way, they were all reading their letters and, like, crying. And you know what Nick tells me? He's like, these people what? are soft. He's like, they're so <gasps> soft. I'm like, they're on a deserted <laughs> island, Nick. Yeah, and I was like, one, they had to quarantine for, like, two weeks before they even got onto this island. So they've been, and it's, like, what, day 16? They've been gone from their families for probably over a month by now. Because I don't know if they yeah. have to do like you have to. They're starving. To, yes, like you're literally starving. You have no shelter. Like all of your basic needs are stripped from you. You don't trust anyone around you. Your mind is constantly just like thinking about the next thing, and you're thinking about how to manipulate other people, which is like not a fun thing to be thinking about. And you just want this money so bad, like you're thinking about all the ways this will change your life and your families. And I'm like, so if I, if you were on Survivor, Nick, and you, I were to write you a letter, not a tear, literally not a tear. And it was like, I don't know. I'd just be so wrapped up in the game. And I'd be like, mm-hmm, okay. You would be voted off. You'd be gone. You'd be gone, Nick. I'm like, you wouldn't even get to the loved one's visit yeah, or letters. We, You'd be gone. We already discussed that last week. <laughs> no, I we almost We discussed told his him. demise last week, so. I almost told him he'd be too busy swimming in the ocean. <laughs> Yeah, like he's not getting those letters. Like, are you getting me? I'm not even um, gonna write you a letter. Oh my gosh, Nick. No, so rude. Okay, well, now we know not to send the letter. Don't even waste it. <laughs> so funny. Um oh my gosh. And on the reward, did they get to spend the night there? Was that part of the reward? I don't think so. I think it was a few hours. I think okay. it was just a few hours. They like took a nap. I saw that there were beds, so I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. What else did I say about this so... challenge? Okay, so I was thinking, is she actually working with Sammy, Jesse, and Owen? And she kind of showed like this is her alliance. Or do you did she bring them? strategically to like earn their trust because you're not going to vote someone out well this was my thought in the middle of the episode you don't want to vote someone out right who gives you that amazing experience especially someone like jesse who's such a family guy and he finally gets to read letters from home 
And he's like, I can't get rid of her. Like, do you think she did that because she felt like she was on the outs with them and she wanted to gain their trust? Or was it purely just, I know these three people and I know they miss their families the most. Like, was it purely just them as individuals that she cared for them? How? Do, why do we think she picked them? Yeah, that's such a, a good thought. I think she really trusted Jesse. I think she really thought Jesse would not turn on her. And so she brought Jesse. I think that she knew kind of what we were saying about Sammy, that he, everyone's seeing now that he's just kind of flipping. He votes with the popular vote every time. So she wanted to flip him. And then Owen, I don't really know. Like, I I have never seen her speak to Owen. I was like, what? (laughs) Owen? Like, I was stunned. Like, I don't even know. Was it because he hasn't eaten at all or something like that? I feel like she made a comment, like explained it. She's like, he's so hungry. (laughs) And they're all just like. (laughs) Yeah, like Cassidy's like, are you serious? (laughs) She's like, I weigh 90 pounds. She's like, "Mm." (laughs) okay, so so she trusts them. I think. I think, but bitter in the butt, honestly, <laughs> you can't trust anybody out here. Yeah. So then immunity challenge. Your girl. We've seen this one before where they build the cards and hold the Oh, platform. it looked so much harder. They were struggling. Like it was stressful. It took them like 25 minutes to build this house of cards while they're holding the platform. Like that's a long time. It didn't even look like cards. It looked like dominoes. Yeah, he kept calling it hearts of cards, but I'm like, you got the wrong cards. Y'all ordered the wrong cards. These are not the cards. This is not right. Yeah, and I just know they were so frustrated because they would get so close, and then the whole thing would fall. And I was so hoping Cassidy would get it because they had thrown her name out, anyways. Because they always throw her name out. They're like, she's such a threat. I'm like, what does she do? honestly I don't know yeah like she's not doing much but I was so happy she got it I love when a woman wins immunity and the minute she won it though my mom was like they're gonna go for Noelle and I was like I was like no mom like are you kidding that ruins the whole storyline she was right no like that was honestly like there's a lot of characters this season that are really ruthless and I haven't noticed until this episode that like I think that Carla, Cassidy, Jesse, Cody, like they are ruthless. The mm-hmm. only one like with a heart, I'm like, maybe Gabler. <laughs> like, like, yes. You know, like, and I'm sure that though everyone else is like nice outside of Survivor, but they are not gonna keep you around. Like they were literally like so sweet that she won this award. A hero, she's gotta go. Like they were like, bye girl. Yeah. And I almost think that's smart because. I mean, I wrote that, like, there's literally no way I would ever want to go to the end with Noelle. She would win. Like, no. she's such a good player. She's like and, America's sweetheart. Yes. Like, you, and I think that they saw that, and they caught her kind of in the perfect time because they built up that trust at the reward challenge, and they just were like, thank you so much for the cards. Yeah. You gotta go. <laughs> And it's interesting because I don't think like the group from last season, the, the group from last season would have kept her. Like there have been, there have definitely been nicer groups yes. of contestants on Survivor who would have kept her around just 
because they're like, oh, we like her. But this season, like, they're like, we don't care. Like, we, mm-hmm. we like her, but she can go home. She can sit on the jury. <laughs> like, she can I vote feel like for they're me. Really, yeah, they're ruthless, which, okay. I mean, I don't dislike it. Do you think that she wouldn't vote? So say she probably trusted Jesse the most out of all those people, mm-hmm. right? And so do you mm-hmm. think if Jesse's in the final three, she would still vote for him? Or do you, th- I kind of feel like she wouldn't hold on to bitterness, but I don't know, would she? No, I kind of think she's like super sweet. Like I kind of yeah. think she would still, she's, like on if she was on the jury she would still give it to him Mm -hmm. because I mean he hugged her after like some of them did not stand up I'm like oh which (laughs) is kind of hard because I would be like I just voted you out like that's kind of like sometimes people don't like it when you say bye to them because they're like you're a jerk oh last week James was not hugging he was like no bye (laughs) yeah and sometimes they swear like sometimes they are yes I would I would swear I would swear (laughs) I would not go down quietly that's for sure um but I was watching Mm -hmm. it with we were watching it with Nick's dad and Nick's dad had never seen it before and he was like this thing's been on for 43 seasons how have I not seen this I'm like I don't know but um he was just like there's she's so calm like for just getting voted out and I was like, she really didn't say much at all. Like, even in her interview, she had kind of looked like she was in shock. Like, she was just, yeah, so I quiet. think she was. I, I think she was genuinely stunned. Like, I think she was, like, she she really didn't think it was going to be her, which is sad. But that's Survivor. <laughs> um, I also wrote, um, Jesse's little checklist. When he was going, yeah. he's like, here's how to blindside someone. I'm like, okay. It gave me, I've said this before, but he really reminds me of Rob, Boston Rob. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much like a planner. Like mm-hmm. he's like, this is what we're going to do. Um, yeah. And he's endearing in the way that Rob is endearing. And he does it for his same- family. Exactly. Cause same thing, like even back when like, like Boston Rob didn't have a family, like when he was meeting his wife on the show, he still had this quality where he would like literally blindside anybody, but he was, you still liked him. Like you were still mm-hmm. kind of like, well, like he has to do it. Like, <laughs> yes. And the, I, has no choice. <laughs> I literally feel that way about Jesse and Cody. Like Cody is also so charming and yes. I think Owen's gonna Spooky. Owen's gonna be blindsided by them. I'm calling it. I don't know oh, when it's gonna happen. Yes. Well, yeah. Let's say, like, who do you think is next, honestly? I mean, this was probably the first episode where I was actually sad to see someone go home. And so I feel like next week, I think either next week they're just gonna keep going with the girls and get out Cassidy. Um, they've been talking about Carla a lot, but I don't think they're going to get out Carla. She doesn't, I don't think she wins. And doesn't she have immunity? Oh, she still has like, her idol. She have yeah. an idol? She does. So then maybe they'll try to blindside so her and get her idol. I guess I could try. Or maybe they'll just wait it out. I think that at this point with idols, people are a little smarter than just splitting a vote. I feel like people just are like, oh, you have an idol. You can just ride it out till that idol has gone. 
And then, so I honestly feel like Owen could be next. I feel like it's going to be like a shocking one again. I don't think it's going to be like Gabler or Sammy or someone who's kind of floating around. I think I think Gabler's going to stay for a little bit. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, I think Owen is a good a good guess. I think Owen or Carla. I don't know. Those are my. But I also wonder, like, will they just take all the girls out, or are they like gonna going to be like we need to keep some girls around? <laughs> I don't know. So why were they talking about Cassidy? I don't, this is, this is so funny to me because I feel like Cassidy did nothing, like no offense to her, like for the first, like, like, I mean, until the merge, I barely knew who Cassidy was, honestly. And now whenever they talk about Cassidy, they're like, she's so dangerous. So I wonder if she just has this like social gain that we don't know, or if Mm. she's just made these like really loyal friends and they're all like, these people will not turn on her. Cause I know she's like good with Carla. Like they have a vibe like, so, but I don't know. Cause I feel like we didn't see her for so, I kept thinking like, oh, this girl's going to go soon because we never heard mm-hmm. her speak. And now they're like, what a tough one to crack. Like she's really strategic. She's super strong. I haven't seen it. Literally. They forgot to show us all of her character development until now. And it's like, we're like, okay, just thought she was some skinny little thing like on the beach, but I guess she's like a top player. Yeah. I mean, I guess she did win immunity with a pretty hard challenge and yeah, maybe she's just friends with everyone. Maybe she hasn't had to make those tough decisions to actually send people home. And so she's kind of, maybe they see her as a threat that way, or maybe it's just because she's a woman and the jury's mostly women. Like, and they're like, yeah, like woman around. Um, I had a I question. Wonder. It's so interesting. Why did three people vote for Carla? Because I thought it was only going to be one. Like, I thought it was Noel. <laughs> it was supposed to just be Noel voting for Carla. And then, yeah, they were like scared that Sammy would vote for Carla. They were scared someone was going to vote for Carla. And I'm like, why did she have three votes? Where did those come from? I know. Yeah, I even watched who they voted for after. And now I can't remember. Some, I think one was Gabler. I don't think Gabler voted. Oh, no, he, he did vote for Noel. I think Owen for voted for Carla. But I'm like, Owen, yeah. you were supposed to be a part of the plan. Like, do you not trust Jesse and Cody? I think Cody? some people panicked. Yeah, I think some people really panicked. And we're so like, maybe, no. maybe they'll see that. Maybe that'll be how the episode opens next week. Is like, who voted? Oh, for they're me? for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're for sure. Carla's going to be pissed, and then like, um, Cody and Sammy are for sure going to flesh out who didn't vote with them, because like they're not they're not going to like that. Because they wrote Carla's name, obviously Noel's name, and who else was being thrown under the bus? Sammy. Somebody, yeah, somebody voted for Sammy. Oh, she voted for Sammy. Noelle, Noelle did? Oh. Mm-hmm. Then there's three people on this beach still who voted for Carla when there wasn't yeah, supposed to be. Right, so I, I think people panicked. I think people like Owen panicked. Maybe Sammy, did he vote for Carla? Yeah, I don't remember. He I know. For himself. 
So maybe that'll open. Okay. It was a good, it was, a, it's getting good. Like it hasn't been the best, but it's picking up, like yes. we're getting there and I'm excited. I'm so excited for next week. Okay. Yeah. Let's do the classic. It's so, Thanksgiving week. We got to say what we were thankful for yeah. yesterday and what, you know, we continue to be thankful for. So you go ahead. Okay. You go ahead, I'll Jordan. Go first. You um, tell us. <laughs> obviously thankful for the people in my life um it's been a bad year but we've like my family's kind of been going through it like for the last two years so or three years so I feel like I'm really thankful for my family I'm thankful for my friends I'm thankful for my cat and ice matcha lattes I'm thankful for a murder mystery book. I'm thankful for medium rare steak. And I'm thankful for my job and my students. That's, and TV. I love TV. God bless TV. I know, so fun. (laughs) What about you, Marin? What are you thankful for? I feel like since moving to Texas, it was like the first four months were amazing. And I am an Enneagram seven. So it's like, everything is amazing until I'm like, I'm bored and the grass is greener somewhere else. And I'm just very uncontent. Mm -hmm. I'm a very uncontent person, which is a problem. You should be content in life. And I was having a very I had a very hard spring summer was really hard for me this fall was still like a residual bitterness towards summer because Nick just worked so much and it like really threw me off guard I also had like a miscarriage in summer and it was just like summer Mm -hmm. just wrecked me a little bit and then I was pregnant again in summer like throwing up all the time and I was just like oh my I miss my family I live so far from town um and I just was like maybe it's just it's too hard for me to live out here like so far from town and then we were traveling so much and we came home and since we've been home I've just felt so content and so thankful like for where we live and like what we do and like our lifestyle and I think that it just like took me a while because I just always grew up in like small towns or close to a city and living in such a rural area I was just like and what is happening and I think just traveling around and being so many different places and getting to be in different cities so much I just got to come home and I felt very thankful for just our family and life we're building here and where we're at and honestly I just like feel very content and I'm thankful for feeling content because that does not happen much in my life I always am just even if my situation is amazing and something like I wanted and hoped for it's like I get it and then once the Mm -hmm. newness of it wears off I'm just like so annoying and like so that was good that even though we've been here we've been here for almost a year now that I just am like the most content and just thankful for the life we have here. Hopefully that's not too that's real. So good. Nobody judge me for what no, I just said. No, that's so good. No, I love that. 
It's so hard. I feel like moving is so hard and, and having to like reestablish yourself in a new place. Like that's so relatable. I'm glad that you're liking it though. And like, sometimes that's what it takes is like being on the road, leaving and then coming yeah. back and being like, oh my gosh, I actually really like it here. This is my home. Yes. Like even visiting Albuquerque and like, it made me miss my parents and like my family so much and wish that I lived there. But then coming back to Texas and like remembering why we live here and why we like it here was like, I'm so thankful I get to drive mm-hmm. and visit my family. And like, yes, I wish they were like a five minute drive away, but that's not our life right now. And like, I don't know if it will ever be that way. Like maybe we will just always live like a nine hour drive away from my family. I don't know, but like lots of people do that and they're okay. And they still have like very mm-hmm. strong families, even if they live a different in a different state from them. So yeah and I'm thankful for this podcast the year that we finally did our podcast episode six we're we're just trucking along and it's been so fun so yeah I think that that's our Thanksgiving episode we're thankful we've got a lot to be thankful for and of course we're thankful for Survivor Yes, of course. Part of the TV, you know? Right, exactly. Love. (laughs) We love TV. So what's our topic next week? I don't know. I'm almost scared to promise something if things don't go. You're right. Maybe next week we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Okay. Thank you guys so much for being here and for listening. If you haven't had the chance already, please rate and review the show. It helps other people find our show and just grow our snack circle even bigger. We hope you guys have an amazing week and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.